Good stuff. Thank you so much for singing that this morning. All right, let's turn in your Bibles today to the book of Luke. And we're going to be in chapter 5 this morning. The book of Luke, chapter 5. And we're going to begin there in verse 1. And uh, we'll try to make our way down to verse 11 this morning. Luke, chapter 5. We'll begin there in verse 1. And I want to pull out some things I think will be a blessing to you today. Uh, I've entitled this message, Into the Deep. Into the Deep. Luke, chapter 5. There in verse 1. Through 11, and I want to pull some things out here I think will help you in your Christian life today. Luke chapter 5, there in verse 1, into the deep. How many of you remember whenever you were kids that there was a point in your life where you said, let's say you went swimming? Anybody ever went to a swimming pool before? And you got down there to the swimming pool, you're just a little kid, and you said, one of these days I'm going to go to the deep end. Now, when you went to the deep end, you really thought you had something. Because you were just a little kid in the deep end, you knew is where the big people went, right? You knew that's where all the grown-ups went. You knew that that's where all the, you know, those that could swim really good. You know, you just really felt that if you made it to the deep end, you, you advanced. If you made it to the deep end, you was that much better, you know? And so you couldn't wait to get to the deep end. Well, as we look at our text this morning, I want us to see some things. I think maybe the Lord may be trying to work in our life. As I think he was trying to work in his disciples as well. Of course, we see all throughout the Gospels he was trying to do that. Uh, always trying to grow them. Always trying to help them. Always trying to get them to see. Always trying to take them to a better place. And I think that's what God tries to do every day in our life as well. God's moving us and God's molding us and making us and conforming us more into his image and helping us to be more obedient, helping us to trust and helping us to understand that he's the God of the universe and he can do all things and that nothing's impossible with him. And so as we take a look in our text here today, today I want to pull out some things I think will be a blessing to you as we think about going into the deep. The Bible says there in chapter 5, verse 1, the Bible says it came to pass that as the people pressed upon him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Gennesaret and saw two ships standing by the lake. But the fishermen were going out of them and were washing their nets. And he entered into the one of the ships, which was Simon's, and prayed him that he would thrust out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the people out of the ship. Now when he had left speaking, he said unto Simon, Launch out into the deep, and let down your nets for a draw. And Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have told all the night, and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes, and their net brake. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so that they began to sink. When Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees, saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished in all that were with him at the draught of the fishes which they had taken. And so was also James and John, the sons of Zebedee, which were partners with Simon. And Jesus said unto Simon, Fear not, from henceforth thou shalt catch men. And when they had brought their ships to the land, they forsook all and followed him. Now this part right here isn't necessarily, I guess, a part of my message, but I do want to throw this out uh, because I figure it's a good outline that you can kind of see. And we think about the, the progression of obedience to the Lord. And we know that uh, obedience brings blessings. And we can see that throughout this story right here, throughout this account, we can see that uh, the Lord, how the Lord worked in Simon Peter's life to get him to a certain place and ultimately to fulfill God's purpose and will in his life. 
Now I want you to see that there in the very first part there in verse 3. That is, for, that is Simon's first part of his obedience to the Lord. And the Bible says that, uh, that the Lord prayed him when he entered into the ship that he prayed him to thrust out a little from the land. Uh, and then he talked out of the ship. And so when the Lord Jesus went down into the ship, uh, he asked Peter that he would thrust him out. Now you say, well, the Lord Jesus getting into one of his ships and asking Peter to kind of thrust him out a little, that doesn't sound like a whole lot. Well, you know that the Lord works in our life piece by piece, piece by piece, little by little. God desires for us to do little things uh, for Him, which is, of course, big things. Any, anything that you do for God is great. Amen? I'm not minimizing that by no means. But what I am saying is, is God gave him a little bit of responsibility. There, just He's going to get in the ship, and you just thrust me out a little bit. You know what? He did that. What's the very next thing that he did? Well, he done that in verse 3. Well, the very next thing that, uh, that happened is, is there in verse 5. That was the second part of obedience in life. And the Bible says that, uh, that he, uh, uh, that the Lord Jesus told him to go out there and let his nets down there in verse four. In verse five, the Bible says, he says, well, we've told all night, but because, uh, because you're telling us to do it, thy word will do it. That was the second part of his obedience. First, it was just thrust out from the land. Now let's go out and catch some fish. And you know what happened? That he went out there. He did that which God called him to do. That which God asked him to do. And you know what? He came back. He had all the fish. And then you know what the next thing was? In the latter part of this, uh, the latter part of this story is there in verse, uh, there in verse 11, the Bible says they brought the ships to the land. They forsook all and followed him. And so we can see that when we, can, when we continue to follow the little things that God's asking us to do in life, that God ultimately brings us to that place that he desires for us to be in that calling that he wants us to go to. But he gives us a little bit of responsibility there in the very, in there in the very beginning. And then he takes us along this journey until he gets him to, until he gets us to this place where we have this desire to fully commit and to follow him into that which he needs us to do in life. I thought that was tremendous. But as we go through the scriptures, some things I also want us to see when we get down to, when we get down to uh, being launched out there in verse four. Notice the Bible says that he, when he was less speaking, he said, Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. Now, understanding that this was something extremely, this was something that was, uh, I think, extremely important for us to understand because you got to understand these guys, they've been out there fishing all night long. And as they've been out there fishing all night long, uh, Peter said, listen, we've been out here all night and we haven't called anything. We've toiled all night. We haven't called anything. We've got nothing to show for our labor. We have, we have nothing whatsoever. But yet the Lord was asking them to go right back out there after they've been working and after they've been laboring and, uh, and sweating and, and staying up all night. And after they had done all these things all day, all night long, He was asking to go back out there again. Not only that, but they were done for the day. They were there on the shore. They were washing their nets. They were getting everything uh, fixed and getting everything prepared for the next time that they went out. The last thing they wanted to do was to really go right back out there because they were done. They were finished. They were they were cleaning up. You know, they were they were ready to end the day. Uh, but I tell you what, one of the things I think we see in, in, in the case of obedience is that we understand that obedience brings blessings. And we'll do this there in verse four. I think one of the things that I see here in verse four, he says, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. You know what? When you launch out into the deep, there's one thing that I think God wants to teach us. Now, when you go out into the deep, understand this. There's one thing you can't see. You know what that is? The bottom. You can't see the bottom. You can't see the landing, but that's good. I'll add that. Helping me out in my sermon this morning. 
But when you go out there to the beach, there's one thing you can't see, and that's the bottom. You know, I think sometimes God wants to get us to a place where we can't see the bottom. You know why? Because He wants us to know that He's our sure foundation. Amen. He wants us to know that, listen, you get out there, you may not be able to see anything. You may not be able to see the bottom. You may not be able to see the land. You may not be able to see nothing except that which I want you to see, but that's all that I want you to see. Amen. Sometimes we get out here in this world, and I tell you what, the devil's got so much he wants us to see. The devil's got so much he wants us to pay attention to. The devil's got so much he wants us to fear. I mean, we'll look and we'll say, well, you know, I'm going to be out there shedding water, and, and man, if something happened, I'll be out here shedding water, and it's so deep, I, I, I can't see the bottom. Maybe God wants us to get us to a place where we can't see nothing, and all we can do is just trust in Him. Well, we can just completely trust in Him to get us to a place where we would just simply trust in Him. But our fears will keep us from going out into the deep. Our fears will keep us from going out deep. Remember back whenever you were kids and you thought to yourself, I want to go to the deep end, I want to go to the deep end, I want to go to the deep end. But maybe perhaps for some of us, we thought about it and really thought about it. Well, I don't know, I'm, I'm kind of scared to go to the deep end or I don't know, I'm kind of scared to jump off that diving board for the first time. And I'm kind of scared to get out there. I mean, what's going to happen? I, I don't know, if I, what if I don't come back up? What if I don't make it? I mean, well, what's going to happen to me? Listen, we have these fears in our life that keep us from getting to where we want to be. Maybe it is that God's trying to get us to a place where when we say, well, I can't see the bottom out there in the deep. Maybe God doesn't want you to see the bottom. Maybe what the Lord wants you to see, maybe what the Lord wants you to do is just to simply put your faith and trust in Him. Just to simply trust in Him this morning. Uh, and so there in verse 4, the Bible says, when He had left speaking, He said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a draw. But not only does maybe God want us just to trust Him, uh, would get us to a place where we can't see the bottom, but what happens if the boat sinks? What happens if the boat sinks? I ain't got no, I, I just have to tread water. I, I ain't got nowhere to stand. Maybe God just wants us to know that we can stand on Him. Amen? We can lean on the everlasting arms. We can stand on the promises of God. Maybe that's where God needs us to get to. Because we get so busy in our life, standing on our own intellect, standing in our own way of thinking, standing in our own way, in, in, in our own way of doing things, we, but we begin to trust more in ourselves, believe more in ourselves, look more to ourselves, trust more out there in the world, believe more of the world, and we think that all of these things is really what's going to help us and get us and make us better. But you know what? Maybe God needs to get us to a place where we can see that you know what if something did happen then you know what i can just trust on god i can just lean on him i can stand on the promises of god listen when we start uh, when we start getting out into the deep water things begin to change we begin to think differently about things yeah because you know what when we're standing on the shore when we're standing on the shore we're we're we're, we're, we're standing on uh, we're standing on, uh, on on the world. We're standing on the philosophy and the ideology of the world. We're standing on our uh, we're standing on our own strength. We're standing on a foundation that we could uh, that, that the world is providing. But God wants to get us to a place that listen that we are standing on a sure foundation in Him to take us to the deeper places in life, so that we can experience greater things in life. And so maybe God is perhaps as we launch out into the deep that God's trying to bring us to a better place. If the boat sinks, I won't have no footing. If the boat sinks, I'll have to swim. I tell you what, you know, we can make all different kinds of excuses by not going out into the deep, right? I mean, we can come up with all different kinds of things. Well, what if the boat sinks? Well, if the motor don't crank back up? Or what if, what if this? Or what if that? I mean, we can come up with all different kinds of things. We really can. 
Moses, whenever God called him to lead the people out of Egypt, I mean, he constantly was coming up with excuses. as to why he couldn't do that which God needed him to do. Listen, I'm not throwing off on Moses this morning because we do the very same thing. God desires for us to go out into the deep. God desires a, a ministry for our life or a place that he's trying to get us to go to or God's trying to bring us into a deeper fellowship with him. And we'll just make up all kinds of excuses. Well, I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do this. I can't do that. Listen, God's, God wouldn't ask you to go there if he wasn't willing for you to be there and equip you to be there and then empower you to be there. Uh, and, and so we can see here that I think there in verse 4 that when we launch out into the deep, when we launch out into the deep, we can see that we get afraid because we can't see the bottom. Maybe that's what God needs us to be so that we'll just see him. Maybe we'll begin to say, well, I can't, I don't have a footing. Maybe God just wants you to stand on him and trust in him. What else do I, what else do I think? You say, well, what if we get out there? You know, there's, there's, uh, there's bigger fish out there. Man, what if we get out there? Man, there's, uh, you get out there in the deep water. Man, there's some big fish out there. And the water's deep and the fish are bigger. And man, there ain't no telling what in the world can be out there. How many of you ever went out on the boat in the ocean? You're out there and you're just kind of maybe sailing around. Many of you have. And you're just kind of out there sailing around. And, you, and, and listen, we all do it. And we just kind of sit and look over the side. Man, I wonder what's down there. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about? And it's a, <laughs> I wonder what's down there, you know. Maybe maybe he was on a fishing charter and some people caught some sharks or something like that and you're just looking down there thinking, man, I wouldn't get in that for nothing. You know where I'm coming from. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I wouldn't get in that for nothing. Maybe God's trying to bring us to a place sometimes in our life where we can see that, you know what? Yeah, it may be deep, but I just want you to, it may be deep and you may not be able to see the bottom, but I'm not interested in looking at the bottom anyway. I'm interested in you looking up. Amen. I want you to see how big I am, not how, not how deep the water is. I want you to, I want you to be looking up into the heavens, not looking down at the earth, not looking down at the water. I want you not to be worried and so afraid about the, about your foundation because you can trust in me. Well, I'm going to be out there swimming around i won't be able to stand up uh, what happens if it capsizes and it sinks just trust in him and then the next thing of course you don't know what's what's out there things might be bigger maybe god just needs to get us out into the deep so he can show us that he's a big god he's a big god i mean we, we sit there and we look in the water and we think man there's sharks down there and there's octopuses down there and He's all kinds of crazy mess down there with big old teeth that just chew your leg right off. And, and man, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm, you know what I'm talking about. And you, <laughs> you look down there and you see people catch stuff off the pier and you think, man, wow, all that stuff is crazy stuff out there. And then why in the world would I want to go out there? Listen, if you haven't noticed already, this world's a pretty crazy place. This world's a pretty crazy place and it don't take long for us to come out here to realize that there's a lot of things out here with some teeth that's willing to chew you up and spit you out. There's a lot of things out here in this world today, sinful things, evil things, wicked things, that have a desire to chew your life up, that have a desire to ruin your life and ruin your family, ruin your church and ruin your community and doing everything you can to do, everything you can to chew you up piece by piece and bit by bit. Listen, but we still go out here in this world and we still trust God. Maybe God's trying to get us to a place that we will go out into the deep. So instead of looking at the world and all the things that, that are down there that are bring us fear and all the things that we're unsure about, that we'll just look up to Him Maybe it is that God's trying to bring us to a place where we'll see 
That even though I can't trust in the world, if the boat does sink, and even though I, uh, even though I can't trust in myself, and even though I, I don't have no firm footing in this world, that I can look up and trust God. Maybe when we get out here in the deep, we can see that you know what? Yeah, there's a lot of big things out here. There's a lot of evil, wicked things out here. But there's a holy God in heaven that I can trust in that says I can do all things through Christ which strengthens me. There's a holy God up here that says I am more than conquerors in the Lord. And we believe and understand who God is uh, that He can do all things. That there, there is nothing impossible with him and maybe that's where God's trying to get us to to go when he says launch out into the deep you know eventually eventually most people make it out of the kiddie pool most people make it out of the kiddie pool and to be you say man it looked kind of weird for a grown man you ever had we ever bought one of those small pools for your babies One of those small ones. Bought one of those small pools for you babies. And you said, man, you look kind of ridiculous for a grown man. You look kind of ridiculous for a grown man to get himself sitting down there in that, in that little kiddie pool. I like you swimming. You said, man, that sure would look funny. Listen, God has a desire to bring us out of the kiddie pool and get us into the deeper things of the Lord. To get us to see Him more, to trust Him more. As I said, well, we get out there in the water and what we do, we look down. We don't spend much time looking up. We spend all of our time looking down. We're looking down at the water, wondering what's down there. What down there can eat me? What down there can chew me up? We get so focused on all those things, we forget about the God who made it all. The God in heaven that created everything that there is. Maybe God's trying to get us to a place that we're just, we'll just lean on Him and trust in Him. A place in our life where we can't see the bottom so that we'll just take a look at Him. A place in our life where we'll just stop looking down that we'll just start looking up. A place in our life where we'll, we won't trust in our own, our own shallow footing on, on the world, but that we'll look into the deeper things of God and we'll trust in Him that we'll swim deep into the things of God. Maybe perhaps God's trying to get us to a place in our life where we won't be so concerned about the things that are chew us up. But more concerned about how how much of a righteous God, how much how how the, the things that God can do in our life if we'll just follow Him. The Lord Jesus said, "Without me, you can do nothing." And listen, uh, God can do anything through anybody here this morning if you're willing and and, and if you're willing to let Him uh, use you. God can use any of you. God can use any of you to do amazing things. It don't matter who you are. God can use any of you this morning uh, to do amazing things for God. But if we'll just let him. But in order to do that, there's some things we're going to have to do. We're going to have to decide at some point that I'm going to get out of the kiddie pool. I'm going to get out of the shallow end. And I'm going to have to learn how to dive off that diving board. I'm going to have to learn how to dive into, the, dive into that deep water. I'm going to have to learn to get into the deeper things of God. The Bible says there in verse 4, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. I think you also know there in verse 3, the Lord Jesus asked him to thrust him out. After the Lord Jesus asked him to thrust him out, he followed him in that obedience. We see there in verse 4, verse 4 was a command. It wasn't an ask. Launch out there. Go out there. As he continued to follow the Lord, as he continued to be in obedience, God was trying to teach him and show him that if you follow me and you be obedient to me, I can give you the deeper things of life. 
I can show you the deeper things that are out there. I can show you what the shallowness of this world cannot possibly show you. I can show you. I can bless you. I can, I, I, I can, I can show you manifest my power in your, in, your, in your presence, in your life. Far greater than anything that you would ever possibly see on the shallow sands of this world. There in verse 4, when he had left speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a drop. And Simon answering said to him, Master, we have toiled all the night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. But in order for them to do that, as I said earlier, it was going to take some labor. They had been working all night. They had been uh, trying to catch fish all night long, professional fish, and they ain't called a thing. I'm sure you've heard this said before. I said it here one time. I got it from somebody else. I don't know who. Jared just said one, before, one time before that Simon Peter and the guys that were there in the garden of Gethsemane and Lord Jesus was, he was there and he asked him to pray. The Bible says he went to him three times, asked him to pray. You know what? All three times they fell asleep. Every single time. Pray for one hour and they couldn't do it. But yet they could fish all night and didn't bother with it. Pray for one hour and can't go do fish all night. Listen, I'm just telling you, we got to get our priorities together. Right. We get our priorities together, we get our priorities in order, and we can see that whenever we have an we have an interest in doing that which God has called us to do, <laughs> so all of a sudden we can find some energy to do it. Yeah. You ever been dead tired? I'm talking dead tired. And you thought to yourself, man, I can't do another thing. I'm just worse slap out. And then somebody asks you to do something that you really like. All of a sudden, you find some energy. It just comes from somewhere. Right? It, it comes from somewhere. You don't know where it comes from. But you're dead tired. You're about to pass out on the floor because you can't stay up one more minute. The phone rings. Hey, you want to go do this? I sure will. I'll be there in a minute. You know what I'm talking about. It takes labor. Sometimes we just got to go a little longer. Sometimes we've got to go a little longer. We get tired and we say, you know what, man, I'm tired. God, I'm tired. Or I'm wore out. And God says, just a little longer. Just a little bit more. Just a little bit more labor. Just go a little bit farther. Just a little bit farther. Your blessings just right around the corner. Just keep on going. Don't let the devil take it from you. Don't let the devil keep you up here on the shoreline. Don't let the devil keep you in the, don't let the devil keep you in the shallow end. Don't let the devil keep you in the, uh, in the kiddie pool here this morning. But you go out there and you labor a little bit longer and you go out there in the deep end and you go a little bit farther. Get out there in that place where you can't see nothing. Uh, and, and all you can do is just look at me. Get out there in that place where you don't have no, no stable footing in this world. Because at that time, all you'll do is stand on my promises. You get out there where you can see that everything out there is so is so much bigger than you. Because when you see that, you'll see that I am far greater and bigger than anything you can possibly see. That's right. There in verse 5, Simon answered and he said, We have told all the night. Nevertheless, at thy word, I'll let down the net. Labor a little longer. Labor a little longer. Verse 6, the Bible says that when they had done this, you see that word when there? I've got it circled. When they had done this, it was only when they remained obedient, only when they did what God asked. When they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes and their neck began to break. You see, they would have never found this. They would have never 
uh, this, this power would have never been manifested to them. They had never seen God move in that way. They had never seen something like that happen. Had they not first put their faith and trust in what God said to do, which was to go out there into the deep end. But, and, and that word win there shows that they made a decision that, you know what, yes, we're tired, yes, we're wore out, but we're going to trust God and we're going to believe this man right here. We're going to go out there and, and we're going to do that which he's asked us to do. And because they done that, because they put their faith and trust in Christ, they went out there into the deep end and they were able to experience something they had never experienced before. God said in his word, I want to show you great and mighty things. We serve a great God. We serve a big God that can do anything. And because of that, I believe that God wants to demonstrate his power, demonstrate his presence, demonstrate his love and his mercy and grace in ways that we can never even comprehend and imagine. But oftentimes we won't see it. We won't experience it because we won't get out of the kiddie pool. Because we won't get off the land. Because all we want to do is just play around here in the shallow end. But when God says, if you'll go out there into the deep, if you'll launch out there, I'll show you things that you can't, that you'll never see anywhere else. If you'll go out there, I'll demonstrate my power out there that you can't see over here. If you'll go out there, I'll demonstrate my grace. I'll demonstrate my mercy. They had fished all night and had caught nothing. But yet when they followed the Lord, they caught so many fish that their net began to break. Just goes to show you, man, these people out here, they cast their nets out here into the world. They throw in their nets out here, doing everything they can to grab as much as they can possible, doing everything they can to grab as much as the world as they can. And you know what? The world doesn't give them nothing. The world doesn't offer them anything. Uh, the prodigal son, he went out there, spent all that he had. The world didn't give him nothing else. The world didn't have nothing for him. Hosea's wife, she goes out there. You know what? She was used and abused there on the auction block of sin. The world didn't give her anything. Ruth was talking about it this morning. She went out into the world. She said, I went out full. I came back empty. And so, we, and, and, and so we can see that you go out here in this world and the world don't give you nothing. You think it will. And it seems like it will. It looks all promising. It looks all glitz and glamour. And it looks like it's going to offer you this and offer you it. And promise you all these things with the pleasures of sin. Last for a season. And when the devil's done with you and he's done dragging you through the dirt, you'll look back and you'll say, just like the prodigal son, I bet my father at home's got more. My father at home's got servants that have more than this. And the Bible says he came to his senses and he came back home. Listen, maybe God's trying to get us to see this morning. You need to come to your senses and get out of that kiddie pool. You need to get to your senses and get off this land and get out there in the deep end so I can manifest myself to you. I can demonstrate my power. I'll show you what I have for you unlike what this world has ever seen. But in order to do that, we got to trust Him. We get out there in the water, as I said. We look down. We look down wondering if we can see the bottom. We can't. We look down wondering what's down there. We have no idea. And God wants us just to look up. You know, sometimes maybe God puts you in a place where that's all you can do is look up. There in verse 6, he says, And when they had done this, they enclosed a great multitude of fishes in their net break. And they beckoned unto their partners, which were in the other ship that should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships so that they began to sink. So not only did God bless them to such a degree, to such a degree because of their obedience. Not only did he fill up one ship, but he filled up both of them and the nets began to break and they were beginning to sink. Peter's obedience wasn't just a blessing to him and his people on his ship, but his obedience was a blessing to the others around him as well. 
His obedience not only filled up his ship, it filled up everybody else's boat. Listen, I'm just trying to get you to say and understand this morning that whenever we follow God and we do what God's asking us to do, we go where God's calling us to go and we perform that which God is calling us to do in our life, whatever it is that could be. It's not just a blessing for you, though it is, but it's not just a blessing for you. Everybody else is blessed because of your obedience. Everybody else is blessed because you follow God. Everybody else is blessed because you do what God's asked you to do. You said, man, I want God to fill up my ship this morning. You said, man, I, I want God to fill up my ship this morning. I want God to do things in my life. I want God to move. I want God to work. I want God to do all these things. Get off the bank. Get off the bank. Get out of the kiddie pool. Get off the shore. Get out into the deep. Get out into the deep end. Let God move. Let God show you who he is. There in the text, the Bible says in verse 8, Simon Peter saw it. And Simon Peter saw it. He fell down at Jesus' knees saying, Depart from me for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. It's laborsome when we get out there. But there's also a time where I think we have to learn that God knows what's best. It's laborsome. We also got to learn. We're all learning. We're all growing this morning. The things that we have been through in our life has brought us to where we are right now. We've learned a lot of things along the way. And as we've learned these things along the way, God's trying to continue to grow us and get us to where He needs us to be. And part of that is, is that whenever He says, go out into the deep end, that we know that we can trust in Him and believe in Him. That He can do all things. That it's not just mere words that I'm just reading in a book. But it is the truth of God. That when God says that I can do all things and that there is nothing impossible with Him. That we believe it to the core. That it's not just words that we utter off of our lips. But that we truly believe it. In the very fiber of our soul. That we truly believe it inward and outward. And the Bible says there, uh, the Bible says that when He saw these things, He says, depart from me, for I'm a sinful man, O Lord. The Bible says in verse 9, for he was astonished and all that were with him. We have to learn in life that whenever we follow God and we follow him into the deep end, we go where he's commanded us to go. We go where He desires for us to go. We, we let down the nets where He tells us to let down the net. And God blesses. We do that which God has called and asked us to do and then God blesses. It's a learning experience in our life. How many of you just know, listen, we, we, of course we all have, we like doing things our own way. Listen, which is kind of how we are. We like it our way. We like doing things our way. But you know what? There is a way that seems right unto a man. But the ends thereof are the ways of death. Our way isn't always the best way. But God's way always is. There is a, there is a way and there is an understanding that we have to ourselves. To where we say this is what I'm going to do and this is how I think it ought to be. And, and this is the direction I think we ought to go. And, and all these different types of things. But you know what? God says there's a different way. And you can have your way if you want to. It ain't Burger King. Where you can have it your way. Listen, we want it God's way. And whenever we do it God's way, God blesses. When you go where God tells you to go, God blesses. You let down the net where God tells you to let down the net, God blesses. Amen. It's part of obedience. 
And that's what God was doing through the life of Peter. We can see that here in these verses. I showed you there in verse 3, there in verse 5, there in verse 11. The last thing I want us to see is the Bible says there in verse 11, and when they had brought their ships to the land, they forsook all and followed him. They forsook all and followed him. Now, was Peter ready to do that? Was Simon Peter ready to do that in verses 1 and 2? No. Was Simon Peter ready to forsake everything that he knew and completely walk away from everything in verses 1 and 2? No, he wasn't. But in verse 11, he was. What changed? He went out into the deep. He went where God told him to go. He did what God told him to do. And when he did, God showed up in his life. Not just in his life, but all those other people he saw. Notice the scripture tells us there in the text. Look at verses 7 and 8. The Bible says, And they beckoned unto their partners which were in the other ship, that they should come and help them. And they came and filled both the ships, so they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down to his knees, and saying, Depart from me, for I am a sinful man, O Lord. For he was astonished, and all that were with him. There in verse 9. Everybody. Because he followed the Lord. Not only was he able to experience something that he had never seen happen before, but everybody else did too. People followed Peter. When God needed Peter to be that man that would lead other people to him. Yeah. Ultimately, he said there in verse 11, and when they had brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. How are we going to get to that place where we're going to forsake all and follow him? How are we going to get to that place in our life where we're willing to give up the world and, and take up our cross daily and follow him? How are we going to get to this place in our life where we're going to say, well, you know what? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to take up my cross. I'm going to die to my own self ambition. I'm going to die to my own self will. I'm going to die, I'm going to die to my, I'm going to die to myself. And I'm just going to take up the cross of, uh, the cross of Christ. I'm going to follow him, do what he wants me to do, go where he wants me to go, say what he wants me to say. How do we get ourselves to that place? You got to get out into the deep. Get out into the deep. Because if we keep standing on the shallowness of this world, if we keep standing over here washing our nets, we can mean good. And we can wash our nets and have an intention. We can wash our nets and have a plan. But none of them will come together until you get out there in the deep. Right there. We, can stand on the, we can stand on the shore all day long and call ourselves a fisherman. Right? We can stand on the shore all day long, wash nets, and people walk by and say, he must be a fisherman. But until you get out there and throw your nets out in the deep and you get out there and be in obedience to Christ, that's when you're a fisherman. That's right. That's when you're a fisherman. That's right. The Bible shows us right here, verse 11, they forsook all and followed him. The fact that they went out into the deep changed his life. And everybody around them. So this morning, let's take a journey out into the deep. And from this point forward, and I walk with Christ, let's not be so enamored by what's down there that can eat us up. What's out there that can eat us up. I'm not saying be ignorant of it. I'm just saying let's don't focus so much on it that we forget Christ in the middle of it all. Peter, when he walked out there on the water, the only one that ever did so, he walked out there on the water 
He looked at the Lord Jesus. He saw Jesus coming. And he said, can I come? The Lord just said, come on. So he gets out of that ship. And he starts walking on the water. But then something happened when he began to look around at the waves and the wind and how it was boisterous and scary and made him nervous and lost his faith. He began to sink. When we get out there in the deep end, don't be so worried all the time about everything else that's going on. Keep focusing on him. Focus on him. Don't be worried so much about what's out there that I can't see. Don't be worried so much about what happens. Just keep looking towards Christ. Let's pray together. Father, we thank you for this morning. Lord, I pray that you'd help us today as we close the service. and We do what we can to Call people to follow you out into the deep. Lord, I believe that you desire in all of our lives for us to have a deeper fellowship with you. Lord, I pray that you'd help us this morning to walk out there, to swim out into the deep and let you work in our life. Lord, I'm praying this morning that you would speak to hearts today. If there's people here this morning that don't know you as their personal Savior, that today would be that day that called out to you. As the piano plays this morning, if you're here today and you don't know Christ, I promise you if you slip up your hand, call out to the Lord this morning, you'll see the Lord's already got His hand stretched out towards you. He loves you today, desires for you to be saved. Never trusted, trusted Christ as your personal Savior. There is no greater time and opportunity than you have right here at this moment. The Bible says that God sent His Son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved. For God so loved the world that He sent His only begotten Son that whosoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. If you'll believe and trust in what God has done for you, that He sent His only begotten Son, the Lord Jesus, Die on the cross for your sins this morning. You can know without a shadow of a doubt that your sins will be forgiven. You have a home in heaven. I can't save you today. Mom and dad can't save you. Grandma and grandpa can't. Your best friends can't. Only one. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. If you're here today and you've never accepted Christ as your personal Savior, Nobody's looking but me and God. You have mind, you slip your hand up so I can see you. I'm not going to call on you. I'm not going to come out to you. You have mind, you slip your hand up so I can see you. Preacher, I've never trusted Christ as my Savior. Never repented of my sins. Never got my heart right with God. If I die today, I'm not sure if I go to heaven or not. Anybody like that here this morning? You just slip your hand up so I can see you. Anybody like that? We stand to our feet. With every head bowed and every eye closed, we're going to open up the altar this morning. And as we open it up, I want you to come and pray. Whatever it is that God's laid on your heart. Maybe it is that you're coming to pray for your own self. That's great. Maybe you're coming to intercede for someone else. Maybe you just want to come and just thank God for how good He's been to you. 
Maybe you just want to come and just praise the Lord for all the blessings that He's bestowed upon you and your family. Maybe your church. Maybe you just want to come this morning and just ask God to help bring you to that deeper place. Maybe there's a place of fear. Maybe there's, maybe there's something that's keeping you from getting to that place where you desire to go. Maybe fear is getting in the way. Maybe there's certain situations out here in the world that's kind of getting in the way of that. And you're saying, God, I want to I want to get out there in the deep end. Lord, I want to know, I want to know more about you. I want to have a closer walk with you. God, help me to get out here in the deep end. Man, come pray about that this morning. Lord, help me. I need your strength. I need your power. God, I desire for you to work in my life. I desire, Lord, for you to show me things that this world cannot show me. I desire, God, for you to do things in my life and work in my life and in my family and in my church and in my community in such a way as we've never seen before. And God can bless it to such a degree. God can bless it to such a degree as a way we've never seen. God can give you such a peace and a comfort in this world that this world cannot possibly give. God can send restoration and God can send grace and God can send mercy into marriages and homes and relationships between husbands and wives and parents and children and devil's doing everything he can just to get us to dwell in the shallow things. My friend, God wants to take you to a deeper place. God desires in his heart to show you things you've never seen. But you're going to have to put your faith and trust in him. Maybe your prayer is this morning is, God, I want to get out there in the deep end. God, please help me to trust in you. Please help me to believe in you. Help me not to focus so much on what's out there. Help me not to focus so much on my own self and my own, my own strength. Lord, I don't know if I can make it in my own strength. Help us, God, to see that you're there with us. That you're that present help that we need. Altars are full this morning. People praying for all different types of things. I encourage you to come. Whatever it is that God's laid on your heart, I encourage you to come. You make sure you walk out those doors a different person today. I'm going to walk out those doors a different man, a different woman, a different teenager, different boy, different girl, different leader, different mom, different dad. I came here this morning for God to heal my heart. I came here this morning to get direction. I came here this morning for God to speak to me. Make sure you walk out those doors different than the way you came in. As folks continue to pray, we serve a mighty God that can do all things. And God says, cast all you care upon me, for I careth for you. Don't be afraid of Christ. He desires to mold you and make you this morning desires to shed his love and grace and mercy upon you today if you'll just call out to him this morning you'll see that he's there
down to the deep. Thank you so much for being here this morning. I pray the message was a blessing to you and you was able to really grab a hold of some things out of it today and God spoke to your heart. Look forward to seeing you back tonight. Also, don't forget uh, choir practice for the young people right after the service this morning. Uh, choir practice tonight, 445. Uh, and then at 545 for our prayer time, 6 o'clock for the service tonight. Look forward to seeing you again. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Brother Matthew, would you pray for us tonight? Thank you.